0: 1 Chronicles chapter 13, I see three responses to the presence of God. Number one, we see in verse three Saul did not seek the presence of the Lord. Some people are indifferent to the presence. It is not something that is in their sights, it is not something that excites them, it is not something that they're looking for. And this is like Saul, who did not seek the presence of the Lord. The scripture says, they did not seek the presence of the Lord during the days of Saul. So that we see Saul's end. He doesn't wait on the Lord. He doesn't value God. He ends up, he starts his ministry eating with Samuel and he ends his ministry eating with a witch. We see Saul who has the kingdom torn from him and he's tormented. And we see his whole family basically is killed and he himself commits suicide. He killed himself. This is the kind of end for those who do not value God's presence at all. It's tormenting. You kill yourself. You lose the realities of the kingdom in your life. You may have started right, but you will not end well if you do not seek the presence of the Lord. You will not wait on the Lord. You will not value the words of the Lord, and you will become all about yourself. You will build a monument to yourself, even as Saul did. This is what happens when we do not seek the presence of the Lord. So, Lord, help me to seek you in your presence, the experience of your person, Jesus' name. But number two, you see Uzzah. Uzzah's a priest. He's been around holy things his whole life. And then when they're bringing the ark back, he reaches out and he touches the ark. He knows the Bible. And he knows that the scriptures have said, if anybody touches the ark, they will not live. They're going to die. Maybe Uzzah was so familiar with holy things and he was so confident in his own faithfulness to God as a priest all these years, maybe he was like, well, that doesn't really apply to me. I mean, generally, you can't touch the ark, but I'm a priest and I've been doing this a long time. God is not going to kill me. But he doesn't realize that God is holy and keeps his word and that the irreverence that Uzzah responds to the presence with destroys him. It kills him. He dies. Uh, I wrote this down. Uzzah was a priest having served God for many years. His irreverence was judged by God. God will not overlook our disobedience because of our position. (laughs) This is what Uzzah shows us. This makes me scared, even as the scripture says that David feared the Lord that day. He was scared of God that day, and he trembled. And I think this is what we should do when we see ministers fall, when God judges people. We should not speak about that fallen minister and say, oh, look, at so-and-so. Let our bones shudder and say, ooh, this could happen to me. I will not play with God. Uh, In my life, many times I have had to have this shuddering over and over again, because I think over time, we start to become familiar with the presence of the Lord, become naturally kind of ho-hum about it. And this is the blindness that happens to men. And I just wanna encourage us that God will not overlook our disobediences because of our position or even our past, our faithfulness through the years, or even our tending to His things. This is very important. We must respond to the presence in a different way. And the third one is Obed, Obed Obed-Edom. He receives the presence. He offers no objection to it. It is offered to him just as the presence of God is offered to us in the gospel. And Obed says not only nothing in obstruction to it, but receives it completely into his home, into his life. And that is what I believe is a right response to the presence of the Lord. He receives the presence. Oh, God has offered to us in the gospel, connected to the sending of his spirit or the sending of his spirit through the gospel. He has offered his presence to us. And let us not offer any objection of self-preservation. Let us just with full surrender say, Lord, right here, I give myself over. I receive thank you. I receive your presence right here in my home to walk with me in the day, to be with me in the kitchen, to be with me as I read the scriptures and parent my children and be with my wife right here, Lord. Set up your home in my heart. Put your throne in the center of my family room, my living room. And we see that everything that he had, all that he had flourished and was blessed in every way. Maybe, as my friend Scott told me one time, uh, maybe all the cracks in his driveway just sealed up. And <laughs> maybe the, that, that, that leak in the ceiling, uh, that brown spot in the ceiling from a leak from years ago just became white again. <laughs> all this to say, these different portions of our life that, are, uh, that need healing, that need to be fixed, it seems like the presence of the Lord received begins that wonderful work and blesses every area of your being. Uh, I, I once had an illustration uh, with someone who said that they couldn't stop these different sins. And when they stopped this one, this one would start. And, and I just saw a bunch of plumbing and I saw a whole mess of leaks. And the person was uh, taping this leak up and then this one would start. And then they'd fix that leak and then this one and then this one. I said, why don't you just go to the source and shut the water off? I think that is what the presence of the Lord does. It goes to the source and it shuts off the water because God Himself fulfills the soul thoroughly. He shuts up all the vacuums of the soul and He becomes the blissful satisfaction of life where we can say, Lord, here I am. What else could I desire? I pulled this quote from from this book I've been reading by Matthew Henry. It's pretty outstanding. He says here, God's favor is enough. Without the world's smiles, the moon, the stars, and all the candles in the world will not make day without the sun, but the sun will make day without any of them. If God lifts up the light of His countenance upon us, it fills us with holy joy and it puts more gladness into our hearts than that of those whose corn and wine increase. We are then fixed in a holy rest. I will lay me down and sleep. God is my God and I am pleased. I am satisfied. I look no further. I desire nothing more. I dwell in safety and confidence. While I walk in the light of the Lord, I neither lack any good, nor am sensible of any deficiency. So I neither fear any evil, nor am apprehensive of any danger. The Lord is to me both sun and shield, a sun to enlighten and comfort me, a shield to protect and to defend me. All praise you, God, I thank you that you are these things to us. And may we find that in the word, you swoop down to dwell with us, even as in worship, you pick us up to dwell with you. Thank you, Lord, for your words and teach us to value the explaining of the word and find life therein, specifically seeing the man, Christ Jesus, and hearing him and experiencing him in a personal way, through your word, in your precious name, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you guys. Don't forget on Tuesday nights, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I meet with my partners, and we wait on the Lord together. We look at the scriptures. Wonderful community of people there. I would love for you to be a part of it. I'll put a link down below. It's called Adoration Mentoring International. God bless you guys.